Bo, I'll have you know, you are speaking now to the chairman of the Silicon Valley Wolves Supporters Club, and I will have anybody around the world who wants to come visit our humble club in Palo Alto, California, and welcome you to a new realm of Wolves Supporterdom. Oh my God! So, what do you do in 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 this fiefdom that you've created? Do you guys celebrate the fact that you are number one in our Premier League fantasy division by playing only Wolves players? Well, that that's just a start to how this is going to go. Yes, that that's a very big thing and and a key uh, aspect to being a true supporters club. You you got to in your fantasy league have an all Wolves team, and that has worked out pretty well. That first week, fifty six points. Those numbers don't lie, and top of the table, I shall say, in this fantasy league. Trust me, man. It, I, I've decided that I don't I don't like fantasy soccer. I don't think it works. I don't know how well it translates. I, oh my God. First of all, I have uh, Wang Min Sun and somehow I'm still not winning my match. So I, the numbers are all skewed. I, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to protest because I don't like the way the league is set up, but it is a pretty impressive thought experiment to be in first place, Lawrence, by only having and playing Wolves players. Well, it's worked out really well to me, and I, I feel very great about the, you know, size size baby and how we've made this thing happen. Uh, <laughs> keeping the roster up to date is, is is a key, but I mean, look, that's fantasy owners, that's real clubs around the world, and and the big one this week, and and you know, your Spurs are bringing yes. back gareth bale my favorite player your favorite player on your favorite premier league team how do you contain yourself i i well i'm sitting on the waiver wire right now but let's step out of the fantasy realm and into the real realm as you were yes bale to spurs this is what this team needs uh you know at this level of soccer you know it's the littlest incremental changes that can take you from a mid-table team to a top of the table team jose Mourinho needs something to hang his hat on he needs something to help move his guys into that ability to want to win every game. I mean, they played great yesterday, a big win for them. But really what's important is bringing Bale in. He's injured right now, but it sounds like he's going to be ready to play fairly soon. And I mean, I think with that front three, uh, Spurs is definitely a top four team. I think they can even get higher than that. Uh, I'm excited about this move. I think it's good for Bale. I think he has a lot of good miles left in him. Uh, you know, uh, Real Madrid, I don't really know what they were thinking to, well, not even Real Madrid, really Zidane. I don't know why they just bottled up Gareth Bale. Um, it's, it's, it's weird because now you look at the first week of La Liga that just happened and guess what Madrid had a problem doing scoring, you know, zero, zero against Sociedad. So maybe they jumped the gun a little quickly on, uh, on dumping Bale. Yeah, and I did, I, yeah. by the way, the other the other player, James Rodriguez, Hymas, I have him on my fantasy team, and he is crushing it for Everton. So maybe Zidane isn't as smart as we think he is. Well, I mean, obviously, for culture, seemingly had to do something different in his own mind. And the Sociedad game, you know, I'm watching that. You, you know, Vinny is doing the best he can out there with what was being served up to him. You know, Benzema was making a lot of great plays near to happen, but there just was no finishing. I'm sure Odegaard will be fine down the line. 
Courtois, there there was some adventures here and there, but that that side of things was pretty, you know, stable. They they don't really look in just a couple of weeks past like the team that just hoisted the trophy. I like it it does seem like almost a different feel and look, but but give it Give it a little bit of time here because we haven't seen Barcelona play yet. And we haven't seen Atletico Madrid play yet. And and I want to see how they seemingly stack up. But but Madrid, to me, seems like it took some steps backward. I, I'm sure that's just some early feeling out how, you know, a new campaign is going to be. But, you know, Sociedad, they, they played good defense. Let's take nothing away from them. But th- that was a very interesting match to be, you know, focusing on here with Madrid's first match back in this new La Liga campaign. Yeah, I mean, you look at the first weekend here. I mean, look, Valencia, they really did not do very well against Celta Vigo. And then, yeah, we haven't seen Barcelona play, but the first big name really to go out there was Real Madrid, and they did not do well. Uh, Atletico, you know, we'll see how they do. We'll see how Sevilla does. Uh, And, of course, the big question mark this year is going to be Barcelona. But, Lawrence... Just up the road in the Premier League, it's those teams actually came out of the gate as they were supposed to. I mean, yes, what a start to the Premier League and the action that we've seen early going. And to me, Leeds has become appointment TV watching, which is really appointment Peacock viewing, if you think about it. Like, the amount of goals uh. that Leeds are, are scoring, it's, it's fun to watch. I, the defense, obviously, is going to have to, uh, you know, get back together in some regard that uh, meets Premier League standards. But like un- until then, you know, taking out Fulham was, was a nice victory uh, for Leeds and uh, really giving Liverpool you know, quite a match. That that was cool, too. But but in thinking about watching these things on Peacock and to see Liverpool and Chelsea facing each other and you know, Lampard and Klopp together in the big match to start the season, essentially. And you see Liverpool is still basically the class of what it is going to be to try to knock them off. We haven't seen enough yet from Man City to know what's going to be their true sense, but uh, I I was happy to see a good match with Chelsea and Liverpool in a way that you felt like Liverpool has not taken any steps back. Maybe they're taking steps forward. Well, you're right. There's definitely been some some changes, uh, some different style of play. Uh, Leeds definitely pushing Liverpool to the brink, which I thought was very interesting. The other thing we got to look at is Everton, who I think has also been playing uh, much better than possibly expected. And uh, Man United is already falling apart. I mean, we're only like eight days into the season and Man U is already a dumpster fire. So, you know, these storylines are starting to play out. You're right. We haven't seen Man City yet, really. Uh, Liverpool, you know, that first match was not their best. But you're right. Watching Leeds is exciting because... You know, they don't have the depth to be able to park the bus on teams like this. So they're just going to go out and try to outscore them. And, and yeah, that makes for exciting football. The only real complaint I have about the Premier League and something you were talking about, Lawrence, is the fact that I don't want to have to pay for yet another streaming service. Just because you want to make a little bit more money, don't take quality football off of television. I just, I, I don't know. It drives me nuts because it's like now... You know, if you're just sitting at home watching TV and you don't have all these different streaming services, you're not going to be exposed to what is top quality football around the world. And that to me is is always a loss when it comes to growing 
the game of the future in the United States since 1976. Yeah, this is the thing, too, with uh, what Peacock is representing. Now, I got to be honest with you, because of being an Xfinity subscriber, because Comcast, the cable, and the internet in my area, they threw in Peacock Premium as part of the whole package. So where in the past I was buying the NBC Sports Gold package to be able to have the Premier League match day experience with all the different matches and, and it's still one thing that i love the review show and i haven't found where exactly that is on the new peacock premium uh, strata of things i haven't found like where that is and it was very obvious where you could watch that on the gold package but to not pay any longer the annual subscription for me personally is okay but for those who don't have xfinity in their area and this isn't kind of like grandfathered in this peacock thing well yeah you're paying again just like you are for champions league with cbs all access if you do fubo if you do oh it is starting to add up and and there's uh you know that that great show world soccer talk where they go through mostly all these streaming packages and that's really their space and they cover it quite well but you know you, you start saying okay well where does this stuff stop like you know, we, we, you know, now you want to watch Ted Lasso, and it's on Apple TV. I mean, like, at what point are you just not? I, you know what I'm thinking too, Bo. As I think, of like, where does this stop? How would it be aided? Is there some way to have the stream collect into one place to where you know that it's all ended up in one bin? Somebody's going to make a mint on figuring that out because now there's so many different streaming services. If they could consolidate somehow into one directory where it was all in one place for you and you'd have to remember to open up eight different apps to watch the different things you want to see, maybe that would make some sense. Maybe Apple's trying to do that. Yeah, but, but well, no, this is the problem. This, is, this comes back to the idea that sometimes you get what you want and then you realize that maybe that's not what you wanted. You know, everybody talked for years when we all just had to subscribe to cable or satellite. They were like, wouldn't it be great if we could just pick exactly what we wanted to watch? Well, when you pick exactly what you want to watch, then the people who are selling exactly what you want to watch want to make sure that they maximize their profit. And so now you get stuck into the situation because there is not one network that owns the rights to all these different leagues. So honestly, we kind of get what we deserve. However, there is something, Lawrence, that both me and you do love. And the best part is, is that it is available on regular off-air television. It is in Spanish, but it's still the best soccer in North America. Yeah, and it brings us to the point of the show where we do say, I think it's that time. Football and Inglace and the experiences we Here enjoy we week to week on Tudiene Extra, the great Ramsey Sandoval, Jose Hernandez, and, oh, yeah. and Nico Cantor with some nice calls on this past uh, set of match days for League MX. And uh, this um, past weekend was key because for the past two weeks they've been promoting it on Tudiene, you know, in 14 days it's coming, America and Guadalajara and well it, it came and went and I don't want to say with a, a whimper but Chivas just, di- just didn't show up it, like, it wasn't I was just so excited and it was nice that it you know wasn't locked on Chivas TV because it was their home match that you could actually get access to this thing you know tell me for your time effort and energy great on America for taking care of business, but there's just something, even with Vucetich making some differences here with how they're playing, like, it's it's just, it's not coming together. There, there, there wasn't the impetus for 
the super classico that you would think Chivas would bring to things? Well, this is what I've noticed just kind of in a whole when it comes to soccer. And this is why you have to enjoy it kind of as a grouping instead of always concentrating on individual games. Because just like any other sport, the game of the century or the big game or whatever it's going to be sometimes isn't quite as exciting as just the average game that's happening during the season. And and that's what I think happened here. I mean, it was it was a good match. Yes, America won. Chivas still needs to learn how to score more goals. They they have to maybe they should be watching Leeds games and understand that sometimes if you score more than the other team, you also win the game. However, you know, there was a lot of build up, but look, Guadalajara is not a top of the table team right now. We all knew that. So just because they're the biggest names doesn't mean the game itself is going to be the biggest game. I do think, however, it was a pretty exciting weekend in Liga MX. And, you know, we had some good matches uh, with the Pueblo win. The Cruz Azul Mazalan game was a bizarre one. Uh, I don't know how much of that you saw, but the, uh, the penalty kick that should have not counted because he hit the ball twice. Uh, and then Mazalan basically said, we're going to leave the field. Uh, you know, it was it's that drama that I enjoy uh, in soccer where, you, you know, you're never really sure. Well, Mazalan could just walk off the field right now. So uh, that was an interesting game. Um, I thought they played pretty well against Cruz Azul. But Cruz Azul is definitely proving to be one of the top teams in the league. And yeah, as you said, America sitting at second. They're not looking great, but they're looking good enough. And uh, right now, good enough gets you in second place. Yeah, that that uh, Mazatlan match was really intriguing. I mean, the other things that I was happy to see this past weekend, uh, Pachuca continuing to take care of business, beating Atlas and uh, Tigris really taking it to Kertaro. I mean, like this wasn't like obscure like late game stuff that you know went one way or the other as the most Tigris matches had been going like this was you know we're coming to win this and and do this systematically and boy does Leo Fernandez make a huge difference on being in such control of the flow I mean just creating it, it, it was just really a different Tigris team with him logging more minutes and not coming in in reserve capacity uh, I was really impressed to see what Tigris was able to do and the focus they had and you know moving forward into the week ahead and you know we'll review some of these things as we go but yeah I mean you know Puebla and what they're doing let's see what Carataro match there is because Friday Puebla and Carataro coming up against each other in a way that you know it's going to matter in the final standings and then you know we're going to be watching Saturday team that we've chosen to kind of keep an eye on the rookie squad Mazatlan uh, they're at Chivas and that's a Saturday match that should be really fun to watch and then the big daddy on Saturday Monterey and Tigris Monterey getting off the schneid Mohamed getting things done right they did get a nice win in the Sunday action against Atletico San Luis it was there at the Fonz um the match itself uh, not super memorable other than just that Monterey really clamped down on defense in the end and took care of business and uh you know Caroga had got an equalizer that Monterey 
you know, turned the tables a bit and got back on top and then carried that to a victory. So now with Monterey winning again, that makes that matchup against Tigris on what's coming up Saturday, the September 26th evening slot, something really to be watching. And then, you know, want to keep our eye on Cruz Azul America because Sunday the 27th, that the nightcap and boy, that should be fun. Those are really a top of the table set of teams that you knew a collision course would be coming and uh it really means something this time around Cruz Azul and America squaring off yeah definitely I mean that is the top two teams that's really going to show if America just basically puts in just enough effort to win games or if America is actually a really good team Cruz Azul has proven it with their eight wins that they are a good team and yeah you're talking about the other big rivalry match you know Tigres Monterrey honestly Both of those teams have not shown much when it comes to closing it out and winning games. Lots of draws. They're both standing at the same record. So it will be interesting to see because I hope it's not a draw. I want one of these teams to finally show that they are willing to go out there and push enough to win games instead of just trying to get a single point. But yeah, you're right. It'll be interesting to see the games this weekend because I think it'll clear up a lot of what's going on in the table because there is a lot of congestion. A lot of teams are very close, which honestly shows what a great league this is to watch because almost every game is competitive. And, you know, Lawrence, we do have to mention this. The the one thing that steps outside of the competition is, of course, Sholos having a lot of players and staff testing positive for COVID. So basically they're having to take a step back and the league is doing the best it can to kind of reschedule games so that it doesn't interfere with the rhythm of play for the other teams. Of course, Sholos has to deal with something above and beyond just making sure they're available for the next game. Uh, we do, of course, wish every the best for all of their players. Hopefully everybody makes a recovery because not every player was asymptomatic. But honestly, I think the league is doing a very good job at trying to handle. I mean, it is an ever-changing situation. And Mexico is not Europe right? They don't have the ability to have the controls that they do in Europe. They don't have the ability to have the controls that like the NBA does because they're in the bubble. And I think they've done a very good job of handling it. And I think their ability to handle the Sholo situation will show, you know, a big step forward. You know, a lot of in the past, people have said that Liga MX is great quality soccer, but they're not ready to compete with the big boys when it comes to organization. And I think the ability to deal with something like this shows that they can do that. And so we'll see what happens. But most importantly, what happens on the field? Big games this weekend. I'm excited to see Monterey America, you know, Tigres, Cruz Azul. Which one of these teams are finally going to step up and above? the rest of the table and say, no, we're, we're here to be number one. We're here to win it. All a great call. And as we look at where things need to end up for teams that are around that 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 positioning, because 12 teams will enter the little league in the playoff system. There will Santos helping themselves with a win. Carataro needs to get back into form so that they can get back into that positioning. They're just outside looking in and Toluca it's becoming a southward slide in the standings for Toluca, but there's still more time. We will keep watching this with Bo Byerly. I'm Lawrence Scott. Thanks so much for checking us oh, out. Yeah.